Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the No Like Trust podcast. I'm Betty Russo. And I'm Christine George. And I feel like we haven't been together in so long. We had a bonus week last week. Oh, it is so good to be back with you, Betty. It's great, great to be here. I'm super excited about our guest today. Um, So today we're talking to Alexa Caballo-Hughes. Alexa is a realtor in Connecticut with the Gold Bar EXP team. She and her mom work together. I've known Cheryl for a very long time. But let me just give you a little stats about Alexa. Like she blows me away. She was just named Realtor of the Year by her peers in Connecticut. When I worked with Alexa back in our Remax days, she was awarded 30 under 30 for by Realtor Magazine. Um, and she is super involved with the industry. She's held numerous positions on the local and the national level. She's just She's a fire starter. She's super positive. She has a great attitude. She's warm and friendly and lovely and so smart. I'm really excited to um, have you here today, Alexa. I forgot one thing. You are a regular contributor um, on WSFB Channel 3 in Hartford, Connecticut. It's a great day at NA, right? But you actually go on at like 9.33 in the morning, not 9. How do you know my schedule so well? You're right. It's literally every Tuesday at 9.33 a.m. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I want to hear more about that journey. That sounds like so much fun. She's awesome. And I also understand that you are the strongest squatter at UConn. Oh, wow. You really did your research. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. I was the strongest female squatter out of this, like, out of the athletics division. Uh, and I beat out two thirds of the men. Isn't that crazy? No, sir. Oh yes. When they told oh me, God. I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's like I'm like sorry, one of those but things, like, oh, I'm sorry. I just have to tell you that the first time, um, like Christine was sharing, you know, some information with uh, about you with me, and I was like, "Squatter." The first thing that comes to my brain is like, uh, you know, you were squatting at UConn. I'm like, why were you squatting at UConn? I don't. <laughs> No, just not thinking of exercise, thinking of like a house squatter. And I'm like, this is yeah. weird. That's how I got my start in real estate, actually. How house squatting at UConn. <laughs> oh my God. Alexa, welcome. Thank you so much for being here with us. Oh my today. gosh. Thank you guys. It's so great to reconnect, Christine, and to meet you, Betty. And I'm just so grateful that our paths get to cross again. It's just wonderful. It's it's fabulous. So um, let me just preface this. I am going to refer from saying your name as best as I could because I have that little woman in the cylinder over there on the table who keeps picking it up. Christine, when you say her name, I don't think my little woman over there is hearing it, but she's definitely hearing it from me. So I might have to throw her out the window today. So anyway, guest. (laughs) Can you start out by telling us a little bit about 
about yourself and how you got started in this business, this wonderful business we call real estate. I love this. I always love like sharing this part about me and also learning from others. Like this is so great because we all start somewhere. So for myself, my story really starts, um, you know, I'm an American with Ukrainian roots. So my grandfather came over. um, He was one of 10 that actually made it to America after World War II as a displaced person, which we're seeing a lot of that now again, of course, unfortunately. Um, But all he knew was hard work and the swing of his hammer. And he took a lot of risks in real estate. So in Connecticut, when a lot of uh, people that came over like from Ukraine or from Italy or they would kind of congregate all together in their communities, he took a big risk and bought a 12 acre piece of property in South Windsor, Connecticut. And his dream was to be able to provide for his family from that land um, and by developing it one day. So my father, Andy, and my uncle, Walter, they built the first ever 55 plus condos in the town of South Windsor, which we all know 55 plus condos are really, you know, very trendy, you know, so they built the first ever. And then that, you know, led my mother to selling them because uh, prior she was a respiratory therapist, which I know, Christina, you know, my mom, Cheryl. And so that started my mom on her real estate journey. Um, and then for myself, Um, When I went to UConn, which I know we were just talking about that, Betty, when I was at UConn, I studied everything under the sun from business to psychology to engineering. And finally, my counselor was so sick of me. He's like, Alexa, just make up your own major. I was like, I could do that. You should have told me that day one. I would have done that from day one. (laughs) So I made up my own major called consumer behavior, which was business, psychology, sociology, communications. And I loved that major. I was like, I am studying what I want to study. I love learning. So I got it approved as a legit major at UConn. And with that, I had to actually um, do an internship. So at the time, my mother owned a Remax office. And I'm like, hey, mom, can I work at the front desk? And it's so funny because I completely, completely fell in love with real estate. I love the hustle and the bustle, people coming and going. And I remember being so scared to answer that phone when that phone would ring as a receptionist, like, what do I do? But it's funny because you grow and you learn. And now I get to work with my mother, who's my best friend, my mentor. And it's just been such a blessing. Are you often looking for a trusted real estate agent out of your area to refer your clients? Someone that will treat your clients with the same level of service and integrity that you would? Perhaps you're an agent ready for a change or new agent looking to join a brokerage that offers top-of-the-line technology and a great support system to help you grow your business. One of the things I love about this podcast is connecting with like-minded people in the real estate space and entrepreneurs who love what they do and run their businesses from a place of authenticity with a no like, and trust mentality. If this sounds like you and you're interested in being part of my referral network of trusted agents across the country, or if you'd like to learn more about my brokerage, let's connect. You can email me at bettyrussohomes at gmail.com. That's B-E-T-T-I-R-U-S-S-O-H-O-M-E-S at gmail.com. Introducing OnTrack Agent, a new stream and learn service that is designed to get you the answers you need as a real estate agent when you need it. Like Christine George speaking on the power of your business plan. 
Agents who invest time to set goals and put a roadmap in place to reach those goals grow their business 25 to 50%. And the reality is just by showing up today, you've shown a commitment to you and your business. Let's dig in. Find this and more at OnTrackAgent.com. Finally, get the information you need in a single click. No upselling, no click funneling, no contracts. Just click and stream short, powerful videos that answer your questions. Or sign up for full in-depth sessions that can take your business to the next level. Go now to OnTrackAgent.com to get your free account. OnTrackAgent. Access to top trainers in a single click. That's a great story. Thank you. It really is right from your roots all the way through, you know, and working with your mom and being best friends with your mom. I mean, I love it. It's such a blessing. And you know what? We only have so much, so many minutes in the day. And, you know, I love working with the people that I love. I really genuinely do. Like, I'm sure you guys know this. It's like, you want to surround yourself with others that you want to aspire to be like, or that you enjoy. Absolutely. Um, so it's just been such a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So you are definitely, like Christine mentioned earlier, you're a leader in the industry, Realtor of the Year. Um, you've held many leadership positions at the local and national level, level, right? So like, why is it so important to you? What drives you to, yeah. to be a leader? And, and why do you want to even be involved at that level? What is it? Yeah. So it's so funny because I, for me, it's about my love for this industry because going back to that original story, I've seen firsthand what real estate can do for, to someone's life and actually change the trajectory of not only their life, but for future generations to come. So I literally just love real estate. I love helping people pursue the American dream. Um, it's a blessing. You know, when you think about other countries, a lot of other countries, you have to put 60% down to purchase a house. So a lot of people wow. from many generations will have multiple generations in a household. And a lot of times they buy one home and they're in that house forever. In America, I mean, we have so much opportunity, zero down, like literally zero down, you're able to purchase a house, obviously, depending on your qualifications. So I just love the industry. So for me, it's like how, how I just want to know everything about it. Um, and for me, I'd rather be in the room where the conversations are being held and be part of the decision-making process versus being one of the people that I don't want to read an email to figure out what's happening in my industry. I want to taste it, feel it, touch it. I want to be in those discussions. And I want to know all the players because I love this industry. And by doing so, it's allowed me to also now give back and contribute. Um, so it's just a passion of mine and leadership has been something it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the reason why I have so much confidence when I speak. And now, you know, like I'm on that weekly news segment, you know, I found, I found my voice and it started by me listening and just being an eager participant, an eager learner. And I've never lost that eagerness to learn, whether it's someone that's a brand new agent or someone that it runs an entire organization. Like I, I believe in collaboration and synergy and that we can learn from one another. And that I believe that when you serve others, um, it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? When you say, how can I help you? The universe is like, how can I help you help them? And that's, that's what I've experienced in my life. And it's just, it's been the biggest blessing leadership and being involved. 
That's an incredible answer. I was wowed by every word out of your mouth, I have to say. Yeah. So like, what does it take to, to be a leader in a position like that, where you can help so many people? I think just and, having an open, sorry to cut you off, but it's no. having an open mind and an open heart um, and just wanting to be part of the conversation. Right. And I think that it just comes from that. And it comes from the heart of wanting to do good. I think there's a lot of people that want to be a leader. For me, it wasn't like, I want to be a leader. <laughs> it was like, I want to be involved and I actually right. want to have be part of the conversation and have a genuine love for the conversation and the impact we're able to make. I think that when we all show up to whatever it is that we do in our lives and we actually have the heart of someone that wants to serve and to help, that's 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 that you become recognized as a leader because mm -hmm. you have the true heart of someone that wants to serve. Right. And it shines through in everything that you do. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and I think that it it um you don't have to have a title to be a leader, you know. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I think Alexa, you know, getting that being recognized as one of the 30 under 30 way back when, you know, that was a testament to your leadership before you even had any of those leadership roles, you know, you just kind of you knew um, that you had this passion and you had an open mind and you were coachable by your mom and you just took the reins. Um, and so I think that, I think that is a lot at the core of what a great leader is somebody who just will get up and go and, mm -hmm. you know, not let anything, you know, hold them back, which That's is right. awesome. I, I completely um, agree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to, switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about numbers. We don't talk about numbers a lot in our podcast where we are the no like trust podcast. We're a little warm and fuzzy, right? But I noticed um, that you are a, or were recently a contributor on keeping current matters, which Steve Harney and his team, they're one of my favorite groups of people out, out there. I mean, the, the stuff that they aggregate, the, the numbers that they aggregate, the stories that they create about that and the the help that they give to agents to continue to, you know, drive home um, the value of real estate is just so important. Um, so, you know, when you were, um, I saw you, uh, I think it was their podcast, when you were with them, you said that KCM has had a great impact on your business. Can you tell us about that? What does that mean? Oh my gosh. So I, I really believe that number one, a lot of people don't take action because of the fear of the unknown, right? The fear of all these confusing headlines of what's happening in the market. And I believe that by having knowledge, which is essentially like the data, but then understanding what the data actually means, um, by having that knowledge, you're able to be more informed and educated. So then you can then feel empowered to then go out and inform, educate and empower others. And for me, when I got in the business in 2011, right when I graduated UConn, I remember like, obviously it's when after the great recession. And I remember some of like the agents that I, I knew that had been at it for a while. They're like, if you can make it now, you can make it in any market. But I didn't understand like when someone would be like, how's the market? I didn't really truly understand how to answer that. I just knew how to answer it in my very tunnel vision of my own day to day. So when I was introduced to Steve Harney um, and keeping current matters, 
it literally empowered me so much because I'm like, wow, these guys get it. It's not just one person's perspective. They're taking everyone's perspective and actually looking at the real raw data and um, interviewing the chief, like the different economists and these huge um, authorities in the industry. And they're making sense of what's happening. So when I had those aha moments, I then use that to help inform my clients. And now I'm doing it on a bigger scale because when when I felt that um, when I felt that it, being confident it allowed me to speak more freely and engage in those how's the market conversations instead of like just the can't like oh yeah the market's good we're busy no 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 really let's talk about what's happening here and it allowed yeah. me to have deeper conversations with consumers one on one and my clients one on one whether it's at you know, Thanksgiving dinner with a family or literally one-on-one with a client when I'm in a consult. So for me, that changed my entire way that I was able to contribute to the industry and really give value to my clients, um, knowing I don't have a crystal ball, but this is what I do know and feeling so much confidence. Now that has led me to be able to, as I was in leadership roles, I would be so excited every time that I was asked to go on the news and contribute like, Hey, Alexa, talk to us about the housing market. I'm like, yes. And then, <laughs> and then those opportunities, they started coming more frequently. And I was like, let's do this. Like I would literally rearrange my schedule. I'll, I won't ever forget. I had one with um, NBC when I was down in Florida in quarantine. Cause I had COVID at my friend's house and I literally was sicker than a dog, but I was like, I have done soon. I'm like, yes, let's talk about the housing market. <laughs> it's amazing because that has led me to literally landing a dream that I didn't realize I had, which is a local, you know, weekly segment on one of the most recognized news stations in my entire state. It's such an incredible blessing that now I get to speak to the masses and just lean into all the data and these tough conversations so we can guide and empower others to, you know, live their best life and not live in fear. Oh my God. So data is important because people are afraid to make, take action, make decisions because they don't, you know, they don't know. So I think that's really important. So I'm going to give you a, for example. So let's say you have a seller who is hesitant to put their house on the market because their next door neighbor, you know, got a ton of money three months ago and they know they're not going to get that now. Um, but they want to downsize. And so they're thinking about it. How would you approach that using data? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'll just show them the truth. I'll just show them what's happening and I'll show them, listen, this is where, this is where your neighbor was at for price point. This is what the data is telling us right now, because at the end of the day, you can list your home for a dollar or a million dollars, but it's really worth what a ready, willing, enabled buyer is willing to pay and what you're willing to sell for. So I'll just show them what's happening. I'll show them the closed sales, of course. I'll show them what's active and under contract. And what's really been instrumental for me is I actually will calculate the absorption rate. So how quickly are homes in this approximate price range selling for? How quickly, right? 
and then compare that to what's active and under contract to determine the months of inventory of homes for sale. And that was something major that I learned from one of my mentors, but then KCM really put it brought, brought it home for me because I understood, okay, six to seven months inventory is a neutral market. Prices tend to stay the same, equal playing field. If there's more than seven months of inventory, it's a buyer's market where prices typically go down. If there's less than six months of inventory, it's a seller's market you know, um, therefore prices tend to go up. So then I would show them and guide them and say, this is what's happening. And then I would also show them and guide them on what's happening with where they want to go. So whether they want to downsize and live locally, or if they were like, I want to relocate down to South Carolina or North Carolina or Florida, I'll probably bring up one of my little maps, which shows like the trends of what's happening, price point, and things like that in those areas so they can compare to connecticut and be like okay well if the prices are aren't appreciating as quickly down there maybe it is good to sell right now and go down there while i can maximize the scenario so i just really just have really great one-on-one conversations with them and consult with them and then it's up to them ultimately but i know that i'm doing my job and i'm showing them what i know to be true um, and then they make the best informed decision for themselves. I know. <laughs> Christine is mouthing wow, and my <laughs> brain is like on fire right now. I mean, that's amazing. You 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 really have it down pat, but in such a genuine, giving and caring way um, when it comes to your clients. Um, yeah. And it's all about educating them. Right. And, uh, sharing, sharing what, you know, so I love that. That's right. So you talk about the value of self-care and that's ironic because we love to talk about that. Um, you know, it's so important, but I think you even mentioned it in your, um, Instagram post about, uh, being the strongest squatter at UConn. How it's so important not only to just drive through, but to actually grasp whatever's going on and face it head on and figure it out. So how does all of that play into self-care for you? Yeah, so I love this. And it's it's so funny because when I look back, you know, I played D1 rugby for UConn. I was the strongest squatter, which was hilarious to me. Um, (laughs) But... It was really hard for me because I had actually injured myself my senior year at UConn. And then right after graduation, I felt really defeated because I wasn't able to do anything. I I tried to do like weightlifting. I tried to like do my normal routines. And I literally was so not feeling well that I couldn't really even do the dishes or laundry without being in pain. So the lesson that I learned here was instead of ignoring all of it and literally just being like, well, I can't do the handstand pushup, so I'm not going to do anything. My mind was so tunnel vision with that, that it took me hitting rock bottom in my health to like realize, okay, maybe you can't do the weightlifting and play rugby the way you want to want to do that, but maybe you could do yoga. And maybe you can like go on walks and then runs and ride your bike. So it took me a lot of self-awareness to realize. And I think it's a great analogy and metaphor, like in life that we all experience. We, oh, I was here 
And now I'm here. And then instead of just giving up or like not, it's like, what's a creative solution, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not how I used to be. And maybe I'll never be like that. But what's an alternative way for me to be healthy and to take care of myself? Um, So I think having having that awareness um, and that's something that I completely can relate to in so many ways. So I, I always talk about the story of my voice. Like when I got 30 to 30 in the nation, it was a height in my career, but my actual physical health was awful. And I didn't realize that I was serving others to the point that I was completely ignoring everything that I needed for myself, my own self, my own person, mind, body, and spirit to be well, because I was just the heart of someone that wanted to serve. And I literally, where it says your fiduciary, put your client's needs before your own. Well, guess what, folks? That doesn't mean put your client's needs before eating breakfast, lunch, working. Right. Like you need to take care of yourself first, put the mask on yourself first before you can put it on others. And that's a hard lesson I also learned within this industry. So I took a complete... 180 and i was like i need to put myself first because when i lost my physical voice for about two whole years i would be having conversations like this leading my networking meetings negotiating deals and my voice would just cut for two years it was so unpredictable and it was like not only one-on-one but like in like speaking in public and all these things and i'm like well i don't know what happened there i don't know what happened there And I was so frustrated. I wasn't like down about it. I was frustrated. I was like, why isn't my body keeping up? But it was, I had so many more goals and aspirations. It was literally like my body and the universe and God being like, slow your roll, girl, Mm -hmm. take care of yourself. You've been putting your head down for eight years, literally not taking care of yourself. So it made me, not only I had to go to every doctor and specialist and they're like, we don't know what to tell you. This is weird it made me find a spiritual path and a spiritual journey and self-care journey where I actually learned that it's because I wasn't breathing into my diaphragm. I was so stressed out on a day-to-day basis, which I didn't realize I was happily stressed. I was happily running from the cheetahs, the bears, you know, literally cortisol up the wazoo to the point where I was shallow breathing into my chest and never into my diaphragm. I was literally suffocating myself. And, oh my God, Alexa, I had no idea. Yeah, this is like literally mind blowing. And so I learned through yoga and breath work and meditation, how to breathe again, like basics, let's learn how to breathe, but you can't even catch your breath when your cortisol is so high. And so from there, I actually healed my own voice and I healed my own body and I've been healing my own mind and spirit, right? Right. And now I'm able to serve others from a happy and whole place and be able to be present. I'm able to be where my feet are instead of thinking about the thousand different places, people and things I need to do. Like Mm -hmm. I'm where I'm, your presence is the best present you can give to someone. And it's the best gift I've given to myself, my family, my loved ones, and my clients too, by the way, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just been such an incredible journey. And to me, I was desperately searching for someone, something that resonated with me. I had to go really deep in spirituality. And, you know, so for me, now my goal is to hold space within the real estate industry to have these conversations 
not just real estate coaching. I know how to be successful in business, but let me show you how to be successful in life. Let's talk about the key indicators you need to be checking in with yourself on. So we make sure that we don't put our head down like I did and years later realize I'm actually somewhere I don't even want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, that's one of the biggest challenges for real estate agents is, you know, it's not a nine to five business. And, you know, if you allow it, you could be working 24 seven, you know, you could be working well into the night and starting out at like five in the morning, because, you know, as long as you don't create your boundaries, people are going to text you and call you and, and want you whenever they feel like they want you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, especially as a new agent starting out, you feel like you have to, to be available for all of that. And the fact of the matter is, is that you're going to burn out fast and quick unless you take the time to, to care for yourself. Right. So, and you, if yeah, you can't, you can't care for the people that you want to care for and help your clients. If you're not well yourself, if you're not yeah. taking care of yourself first, so it's important. So true. And I, to me, I think there's just so much pressure that we put on ourselves, but also in general, I mean, 87% of agents fail out of business their first year and then 20% after that. So it's like, there's that aspect, but then it's like, if you make it, then it's like, like you said, you work 24 seven, you think that's the way to be. It's mm -mm. not the way to be. Mm -mm. And there is a better way. And there's not one shoe fits all for people, but I've learned my own self, like delegate and elevate, do what resonates with you, do energy audits to see, does this still feel good to me? Right. Does running around doing showing still resonate with like my highest and best use? And if it doesn't and it keeps on chipping away at yourself, then that's when you realize the the bucket, your fuel is like all the way down. You're like, I have nothing else yeah. to give. And that's when people yeah. burn out or break down. Or for me, I my mom and I, we had that conversation like, Alexa, like maybe this isn't for you. I'm like, oh, you're right, mom. What am I going to do? Right? Like those are crazy conversations that we have to think about and have with ourselves proactively. Right. You know, well, that's why it's so... <laughs> Sorry, oh, <okay>. Christine. <laughs> I was going to say it's so important to have leverage in your business when you get to that point um, because you just can't do everything. And I know I've been through, you know, a, a long time in my business where I was like, I want to do everything. I don't want anybody like touching it or getting involved with my, you know, I have to do everything. I have to be there for everything for my client. And I am there for everything for my client, but there are things that, I don't need to handle. It takes a lot as a realtor to come to that realization. Yes, it really yeah. does. We're a bunch of control freaks. We need to let go a little <laughs> bit. No yeah. one will be just like you, but we have to trust a little bit. Right. We absolutely. And it gives somebody else an opportunity to learn and grow. You know, that's right. So, yeah, you know, I, I, we were, you and I chatted about this a couple of weeks ago, Alexa, we were on the phone talking about delegation and how important it is. And, yes. you know, focus on the, the stuff that you're good at and focus on getting even better at it and ditch the stuff that you don't like, you know, because no matter how hard you work at it, you're never going to be as good as the thing that you're bad at as you are with the thing you're good at. It's just mm -hmm. never gonna happen. So so just focus on your strengths and making them even stronger. Love that. 
Wow. It is, um, we're 30 minutes in. I wow. can't even believe it. We could talk for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going to start to wrap up Alexa. And I have two questions for you before we wrap up. The first one is what three action items or takeaways would you recommend our listeners for our listeners to implement Love right it. now in their business right now? So I, I want you guys, anyone that's listening to start doing an energy audit on all of your activities. So it's very simple, actually. It's very simple. Anytime you're engaging in a conversation, whether it's an incoming call from a client and let's say your, your body's like, oh, like let your feelings be your guide. Let's say you're shooting off the contract to the attorney and the lender and all that. And you're like, mm, this doesn't feel good to me. Maybe it's time for a TC. Maybe you're out there doing showings and you're like, oh my gosh, I just missed like my kid's basketball game. Like, I can't believe like this. Pay attention to the activities you're doing and what literally feels like it's sucking the soul out of you and make a note of it and do that for two weeks and then look at everything and and put it into categories and then start reassessing. Okay, where do I need to delegate and elevate? How much... How, what activities will I continue to do? Um, and what who do I need to bring in right now to get rid of some of the other things? And focus on the things that are like, yes, I love going on seller consultations. Feels so good to me. I love doing podcasts. So it's it's all of that, right? So that's number one. Number two, wake up and start taking action as far as your own health. So every morning I wake up, And I have such a great routine that works for me and it may work today and then I'll change it tomorrow and be open and flexible. So for me, I wake up, I walk right out of my room, right into like my yoga room. I pray, I meditate and I do some sort of movement and then I start my day. And it has been the single greatest addition to my life because when you start your day by taking care of you, then the rest is is history. You already have done something to take care of yourself. And then also a really good nighttime routine. I don't know about you guys, but when I am going and going and going, I need to slow the heck down. And my mind, like everything, and there's so many ways that people slow down, whether it's like, let me have alcohol or, you know, let me just like watch brainless television. Like that's great. But like maybe try to take a nice hot bath. Like to me, that's my routine. And it literally just, I feel myself going from a thousand miles an hour down to like zero and I can actually chill the hell out. Right. Um, And then lastly, I would say, message me, slide into my DMs. I would love to give you guys a complimentary consultation, just wherever you guys are in your business. So whether it's, you want to improve your actual business and be more successful in your listings and sales, or if you want to live a more successful life within this industry, I really want to help guide you slash if you want to get into leadership or step more into your owning your voice, understanding data and using your voice for good, whether it's on social media or like what I'm doing on TV, I would love to help you guys. Um, So those are my three takeaways. Oh my God. Those are awesome. 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 Huge. And what a great offer to our listeners too. Thank you. I know. I know. Waking up and starting your day by taking action. Uh, to take care of yourself, have a nighttime routine and a complimentary session with Alexa. Love that. All right, Alexa, before we wrap, finish this sentence. No like trust is. Everything.
Mic drop. <laughs> it literally is everything. That summed it up. <laughs> yeah. It's literally everything. That's great. Oh, Alexa, Thanks, where can Alexa. people find you? Oh, that was you. That was no, you. go for it. <laughs> where can people find you? Um, so literally anywhere on social is like the best. So Alexa Caballo Hughes, um, Instagram, I love Facebook. I've maxed out on friends. I'm so sorry if you add me and I don't add you back. That's why. Um, and I've also been TikToking, so that's fun. But also you guys can text or call me like 860-808-4125. Let's be friends. Perfect. Shall I take it away, Christine? Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Alexa. She's not answering me. <laughs> oh, I think she just did. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone who's listening in or, you know, watching uh, the live cast. We'd love it if you'd leave us a review and share our podcast out with all of your friends. Thanks again so much. Take care and we'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.